This is Dakota Grady, and I want to welcome you to the Your Money Hour podcast. I'm here with friend Dr. Cassandra Bradford Wilson. I met Cassandra about two years ago. She invited me to a conference. I, she actually posted on Facebook about one of the people going to speak at a conference, the Run Women's Conference. So I applied and spoke there back in 2018, actually. So I wanted to have her on the show because she is somebody who's a master networker, also a business owner as well. She's an author and speaker, and also she loves cake. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Welcome Dr. Cassandra. Hello everybody. Uh, it is an honor to be on the show. I'm so proud of Dakota. I, I'm, I just told him I'm his cheerleader from across the U.S. I've been watching him ever since I met him and I'm, I'm, I feel like a, a proud mama bird. So, uh, yeah, well, I've been a, a small business owner for 20 years. I just celebrated 20 years on March 11th. Uh, we, spe- I'm, my company is Genesis Preferred Solutions, and we uh, specialize in getting small businesses certified as minority-owned, woman-owned, uh, veteran-owned, and disadvantaged business. And then we put them in position where they can bid on contracts and win and get opportunities to grow their business. So. That's uh, what I've been doing for 20 years. I'm the founder of the Run Women's Conference. So we're planning our ninth year. We had a bye year this year. Didn't know that COVID was gonna happen. I, I prayed and I said, God, I need rest. And uh, so I, I didn't cause COVID, just so you know, that wasn't me. But I did ask for rest because when you're hosting 500 people or more, uh, to me, it's like inviting people to my home and feed them all sweet tea and chicken. And so we just want to make sure that our small businesses uh, get the best, that they're getting information and education. And so we're planning 2021, and uh, it's 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 going. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I I don't want to get ahead of the interview, but I'm excited. Awesome, awesome. So yes, let's jump right in then. So <laughs> when I spoke at the Round Women's Conference in Nashville, Tennessee. It was one of many. So tell me about why you started the conference and where did you get the idea? So I got the idea. I've I've spoken at so many other conferences uh, in the past 20 years. Well, in 20 within 20 years, and I get a call. I always get a call at the last minute. And if anybody knows me, I'm a planner. I live by my calendar. If it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. It ain't supposed to happen because it's not on my calendar. So a young lady called me and she said, Cassandra, you promised you would speak at my conference this year and you said your word is your bond. Isn't it funny how people reiterate what you said? And I said, I remember saying that, that sounds like me. She says, well, my conference is this month. I said, you can't call me the same month uh, and believe that I'm available. And she said, well, uh, my conference is this month, and I said, well, there's only one day, one Saturday that, that particular month that I didn't have anything booked. And I said, well, if you pick that day, not only will I speak for you, but I'll speak for free. Me and my big fat mouth, and she picked that day. I didn't even tell her, and I was upset. <laughs> Isn't it? See, look at me. I was upset, and I said, God, people got to stop this, and these women conferences last minute, then we, people are not, you know, they can't set aside their money to be there, they're not prepared. 
had all these reasons. And I remember I was I was uh, shopping in, in the shoe store and God said, well, when are you gonna do what I told you to do? And you know, I'm like, God, you're just not a good person to gossip with. We're not talking about me, we're talking about her. Long story short, he's told me to start Run Women's Conference. And I remember going out to my car because I was having an audible conversation in a shoe store. So people were walking by thinking I was talking to myself. And I remember walking out the shoe store with one of the, their shoes on and I'm in the car and I'm crying and I'm talking, and I'm yelling at God, and, but I'm writing. And he gave me just part of the vision uh, for running. And that part was so big it was overwhelming and I started to have an anxiety attack. I'm like, God, I just want to please you and I can't do all of this. And I remember running to my good friend, Jacqueline Johnson. She had a, a store in Dallas, Texas and I drove to her store and I told her all about it. And she says, well, if God said you got to do it, you got to do it. And, and, and so uh, every year God keeps revealing more and more that he wants to have done. So Romans Conference is, um, Part of my purpose, and it's to help women uh, uh, work with their hands, right? There are more women that are doing things hurt, uh, misinformed, uneducated, not knowing, crab in the barrel mentalities, just a different mindset. And so I think if we put on the whole armor, everything, right? Everything. God, you know, I believe that God I serve is smart, right? I believe that he gives us his mind right because i i never claim to know everything and he allows us to work with our hands and get wealth because the bible says wealth comes through our hands and so then we get to use our feet and we we able to spread peace to everybody and tell them what we know right this is the peace that i know that's going to give you peace and give you less anxiety so it's what i do and it's a part of my ministry and i get to uh, bring along other speakers who are smarter than me and we get to um, share all of that. So even next year, and what we're, we're doing next year is more of a teaching conference. We're gonna do more teaching. So a pen and paper is gonna be a requirement, just like Fred Price. You can't come to his church, but you got a pen and piece of paper. So next year's conference is more of an education. I think we've had our time during this pandemic, right? These months during the pandemic to get it together. As the old people would say, sure up some things, right? <laughs> right? So we've had a chance to sure up those things that we didn't know, right? Go read a book, go take a podcast, a webinar, right? Do something that maybe you didn't know, pull the pieces together. So now we're able to move. How do we move our businesses? And as women, we got to be motivated and told, girl, you can do it, right? I'm with you, I've been there. I've been through the same thing you've been in. If I can do it, you can do it. You're smarter than me, prettier than me, help more healthy. I eat cake, you don't eat cake, you eat green beans. <laughs> so we're gonna have some of that, but most of the conference is gonna be how now, what, what are we gonna do now to capitalize on what we have and what we learned? So capitalize plus what we learned during this pandemic equals should equal success because even when you look at churches which is a part of the business code a lot of them now are social media experts they got to do video conferencing and video um new members class which they should have been doing a long time ago but now it forced them to reach a, a, a broader audience 
And a lot of us now are reaching broader audiences. I'm, I'm talking to people now in other countries uh, that are, you know, people with work visas that are here in the United States and just, I picked up all this business in Alabama. So I, to me, you know, when they talk to me, I just feel like I need some cornbread. So it's, it's just an amazing time and we can't focus on the bad, right? We got to focus on the good that's coming out of all of this. Something good is happening in all of this. Well, for uh, me it is. So let me just start. It's some good happening for me. I'm gonna claim it and decree and declare itself. Wow, that's and that's great because there are so many things that are negative in the news now. Where you're talking about the things that people can be doing, things that people are doing with the social media, with the virtual meetings like we're doing now. You're in Texas, right? I'm in Texas. I'm, and in, I'm in South Carolina. So there you go right there. <laughs> I so, am in Arlington, Texas, yes. Yes. Now where a part where country what side of the country or of Texas that is? Arlington. I'm in North Texas. I'm right by I'm in between Dallas and Fort Worth. So I'm right my office is right down the street from the Cowboy Stadium. Right? And the Texas Rangers Stadium. So they're right across the street from each other. So my office is right down the street. I can probably walk there from my office. I won't, it's too hot here, but. Now, did you have a conference there at the stadium? Maybe last year, so ago? Oh, last year. year and next year. It's like, how do you top that? So right now we, we're, we're uh, got some uh, conversations going with some major sponsors and some major celebrities who are, are just doing some amazing things. And so I'm excited. Um, we don't. We are confirming some things. Um, we don't have our speak all of our speakers yet. I think I just put out a call for speakers. And uh, this next year is is all about learning and education. So the classrooms, there may be smaller, more classrooms going on at the same time, but it's about learning. You, you can't get, I mean, I, I mean, I tr I, I'm a part of some um, masterminds with multi-billionaires and so even with them, they're learning this technology. You know, this is a learning curve for, for them too. And so they're, they're like, oh my God, all of this, I'm, I'm looking at my phone too much. And I'm like, me too, me too, right? So that tells you that we're old, older. And so, uh, but we're all learning and that's good. That's good. Can you imagine what's going to happen when we get on the other side? I think there'll be so many people, businesses, ideas, just life, things are going to happen that are positive despite the pandemic. I mean, I talked to a lady last night and she was telling Sarah her son, I can't believe that she's on a Zoom call. So I guess she doesn't use Zoom often or at all for that matter. So people are learning new things. That's the part of life you want to embrace this thing. like learning new things like this podcast it's new for me i talked about doing the podcast here i am during the pandemic doing a podcast so i mean we i mean we can focus on all the bad stuff that's happening or maybe some of it's good right True. it all depends on how you're looking at it True. but i think that this is the time uh i, I mean my business is troubled uh, I have been on so many calls and I've been doing more strategy sessions than anything, just really talking to people. Okay, so yeah, that happened. So now you know, are you budgeting uh, to do all this marketing, right? Who's gonna know you're there working with a guy in Ohio right now 
um, who's starting to, uh, I mean, his his ideas are huge, but he doesn't have the money. Well, he has the money, but he keeps saying he doesn't. So I'm like, okay, let's put together a budget. And I'm a woman, so I hate that word. So why will, hey, do a budget, dude, right? Get it back to you. And so now I've put him on a budget. I'm making him write out all of his inventory. And he is struggling. It's not that he doesn't have it. Because he has an inventory without a store. Mm. And, his, and so he's putting more money in storage than he would be for rent. Mm. And so wow. we're talking about how do you do stair step lease where you're saving money? How much you're going to put aside for marketing? And that's your area, right? You know, I only got 10 fingers, 10 toes as far as I can count. I do longhand math, you know, carry the two. So I'm talking to him about, you know, let's put it in right so you can see. And then let's, let's come up with a strategy as to when you're going to be profitable so it can make sense. Yes. Right? And so a lot of people, even during the pandemic, they've had to be put on a budget. Same thing, Dakota, you've been talking about for two years that I've known you. And people are like, oh no, I'm gonna die. I'm not gonna leave no money when I die. I'm gonna take, I can't take it with me now. They're like, oh my God, it's them pickings. Very true, very I'm gonna true. tell you something, Dakota, and I gotta say this, even with the people that I hear that are complaining, about, you know, they don't have enough money. Uh, things are so bad, they can't, you know, lost their jobs. I said, but you gain weight. But we've gained weight. That means we're eating. Yes. That, that means that, hey, our bellies are full, yes. right? Your makeup is on, right? So I'm, I think the, the light is still on in your house, right? Right. So that means that, okay, it happened. And, and hey, I've been there. I mean, it's in one of the books I wrote how I slept in my car for two weeks. I remember being homeless. And then I remember being a millionaire. And I remember, you know, I remember all that stuff. But I'm, t but even right now, we're still taken care of. Yes. So yes. what are we doing with the lights and the electricity and the internet that we have right now? Make it awesome. work for you. So one thing, thing you talked about is your net worth and your networking. Let's talk about networking for a moment because you are the ultimate networker. I'll see, I'd see you on social media traveling across the country, basically. I met you in Nashville, saw you in Louisville, Kentucky, I think Arizona. I'm like, this lady's moving. And you help people launch businesses with the, the books. And talk about that, like talk about your business and what you do for women helping them launch their books and just speaking like i want to hear more about your business and, and what, what you do so I, I believe in relational currency i don't mean strangers i believe that you if you cross my path there was a purpose right i need to know what you do and what i can do to help you who do i know that can buy what you're selling it may not be me that day it may be but if not who do i know and I believe that, you know, and I'm a giver first, and that's just by nature. But we, I want to make sure that we're cre we're listening, right, to that person, their business, what they're offering. You know, I want to make sure I'm doing good business with people, right? Legal business. And I won't do business. If your business is illegal, I won't do business with you. If I got to pay taxes, you got to pay taxes. Yes. We got to be even at some point. <laughs> and so I believe, and so I get to travel around this globe and meet people that are doing amazing 
things. I mean, just like, God, if I was that smart, if you would have made me that smart, man, I would have taken that and I would have, he said, well, yeah, I ain't giving it to you. Why don't you stay smart in the stuff I gave you to do? Let's get smart over there. So I get to meet people that are doing some amazing things. And so for me, my job, uh, even what I do, I'm in my office right now, uh, we help you find opportunities. I, I, I have a happy job. We don't have people calling our office complaining. I was telling my assistant, I have a new assistant. She started last week. And I said, we don't get complaint calls here. Everybody here is excited about pursuing their vision. And I'm mama bird sometimes. Look, if you better get it done, don't come in here without this being done. And they laugh, but they are, they're doing it. And so I love it. I get to find, I get, you know, we help get your company certified, minority owned, woman owned veteran. And then we help you find opportunities to match your skill set of what your business does. And uh, even if it, it, even if the contract calls for some things that are outside of your scope, we teach you how to team together with other companies that do that. So you can still get a piece of the pie or a piece of the cake. So a lot of times we don't know the difference between um, joint ventures, teaming, subcontracting. We don't know the difference. So teaming is a way for you, you to get contracts. And a lot of people think I only deal with government, government. But I deal with Fortune 500 companies. I mean, I had a contract with 7-Eleven to put on a women's conference for them because that was their target market. Uh, I had a contract with Latina uh, uh, Magazine, Latina Biz Magazine, because why they focused on Latina business owners. And so those are a lot of my clients. And so uh, we get to teach them business and the advantages of being certified and even being certified Super Bowl. So a lot of people think uh, I'm doing business with the government, but are you doing business with Super Bowl? Are you doing business with GM and Toyota and 7-Eleven or anything Warren Buffett owns? And we can keep going. And now with so many Fortune 500 companies that, that are participating in this government program because of uh, Black Lives Matter and all the what's going on in the world right now, there are uh, Choice Hotels and all of these other entities that are giving 40% of their business to certified minority women-owned and veteran-owned businesses. It's amazing. So it's so many opportunities out there. We're just not, we're not going after them. And that's that's the downside, but at least we have the opportunity. So the opportunity, what we do is put the opportunity in your lap. You can bid on it and get it, or you don't. That's life. But then, that, then you no longer have the right to complain to me. Correct, correct. There are opportunities out there for people to do an RFP, a referral for request proposals. For request for proposals. Okay. So the government or whoever it is, Toyota, let's say, they're requesting you to submit a proposal as to what you would charge to do that particular job. Now, so that means you need to make sure you're a legal business and you follow the instructions, right? And they just want you to put in a proposal. It's that easy. It's not. It's not rocket science. And so you put in a proposal. If you don't get it, let's find out why you didn't get it. Mm -hmm. If it's a one-year contract, get a copy of Dakota's RFP that he submitted. Right? If you were bidding against him, now you know why you didn't get it. It's not like going on a job interview and nobody calls you and tell you why you didn't get the job. Right? In government contracting, they tell you why you didn't get it. 
it could be something so simple, Dakota, I've seen um, where it may say, put your response in a one and a half inch white Avery binder. Wow. And they put it in a blue one. That's so it, simple. Because what it shows them is that you can't follow instructions. Correct, correct. And they go, that's it, that's, that's, that's ludicrous. And I'm like, well, it said white. I read white. Did you read white? It said white Avery. And so it could be something that simple. Because they want to see if you get the project, if you want to follow the instructions on completing it. Right. That makes sense. Do you, and do you have the capacity? Because a lot of times people will say, oh, I can do the job. Yes, a million dollar contract. I can do it. I don't need no help to get it because I want the whole million going to my pocket. I 100% guarantee you right now, Dakota, if you got a million dollar contract, I 100% guarantee you need help. Exactly. Yes. I know I would need help and I've been at this for a long time. Yes. So that, that why don't you team together or get a subcontractor come together where you can get a piece of the pie. You may not make your whole million on this one, but it'll position you for the next one. Yes. So now you put enough of those RFPs in your pipeline. Now you're creating jobs, right? Right. Now you can go to your city and ask for a TIF grant because you're generating tax revenue. See, a lot of us don't even know we can go to the city and ask the city for a TIF grant money because most cities will go outside of their city to attract companies or attract businesses to come to their city, right? Because you, you don't go out, you can't build economic development, you attract economic development. Correct. Right. Correct. So if they are going out trying to attract businesses to come into their city to generate tax revenue and you're generating tax revenue because you you got payroll tax, don't you know that pays your politician's salary? Correct. So now you have every right to go to your economic development office in your city and say, hey, what funds do you have set aside for me because I'm generating tax revenue? Correct. Correct. See? And that's how free employees. Correct. And that's how big companies come in and they get basically tax breaks, as they call them, to increase the economic development in the city. Like you said, they attract their business there. Like here in, in Greenville, this area is where they have BMW, Michelin, companies that come in from outside, but they're increasing the people's lifestyles, giving them jobs, like you mentioned. So it's very important. Yeah, and we don't we don't think to do that or no one's taught us, which is why I strongly recommend before you start a business, get get a coach, get a mentor, you can hire me. Uh get someone to help you with your, your money so you can not fail. So you're not overspending. A lot of us we you know, especially and I can I just use an example, a uh, hair salon. You mm -hmm. wanna get your own building so you can have four or five booths but you can't afford the overhead. You can't afford mm -hmm. the electricity, the security. You need security because, you know, people leaving out your shop at 10, 11, shoot, two o'clock in the afternoon, I don't know. But you need cameras, right? Phone systems, you know, all of that's overhead. Why do you need overhead that much overhead in your first year? You paying for water and trash? You wouldn't have, so maybe get with someone that can teach you about maybe being in an office building or being in a business district or someone where they can teach you about stair-step lease where you're not paying the first couple of months and how to negotiate that. Right now, 
if you want some kind of office space, it's it's a it's your it's your time. You I'm over negotiating left and right. I just before this call, I was talking. You can negotiate that down if I was you. I wouldn't go over there. I would tell them give me three months free, put me in a new wall and a bookshelf and everything else. Yes. So wanted to end this call and give you some some time to talk, talk about your business in terms of where people can find out more information about you website and just to connect with you social before we close i would love to connect with you guys um my company is genesis preferred our number is 1-800-718-2425 uh, genesispreferred.com or iamdrcast.com uh, i am on social media i am dr cast um what else? I mean, we, we've been around 20 years. We can help small businesses in just about every state. We can get you certified in, in 40. So it doesn't matter what state you're in, we can help you. Awesome. And where can they find your books? You have four books, correct? Uh, I have six. Uh, wow. Amazon, Power Cake, uh, Drug Pusher, uh, 21 Ways to Create Relational Currency. Uh, it's a whole bunch. Uh, Shut Up in Color. Uh, working on another one called Being Presidential. I don't know when that one's going to be out. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm working on that one. So hopefully it'll be out before run. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so I'd love for you guys to come to Run Women's Conference July 17, 2021 in Dallas, Texas. We'll probably be in a city near you. 12, 12 cities is where we travel to. So Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. Like this. Maybe how to come back and continue the conversation. Thank you yeah. for your time. All right. Thank you so much for having me, Dakota. Yes, ma'am. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.